Jay and I had so much fun at that first experience that it fueled our sex for the rest of the cruise ship. We were doing it, you know, two, three times a day, at least um, all over the place. And then you've done orgies. Yes, a few, maybe Ooh. one or two. <laughs> okay. A few is three or more. Oh, Jane. Okay. three Sorry. or more. Jay would be happy to have you correct me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> he reached out to me and invited me to be their unicorn. <laughs> You're on top of each other, like man on top of woman or woman on top of man. You can be side by side in a bed just fine. <laughs> a king so bed has plenty of room for four. So you made it work. <laughs> yes. An accidental orgy, if oh you will. Oh my gosh. I hear that so often. And like, these accidents never happened to me. Yeah, we tripped and fell. No, it's... Uh... <laughs> Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, well, you might want to pull out now. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually, like, very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn-on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guest today is what many people call a social swinger. So she's someone who prefers to build connections and friendships. So really like relationships before any sex is involved. And in fact, sometimes sex is not involved. Uh, her name is Jane. She's married to Jay, been together for 11 years in the lifestyle, almost eight years now. And like many people in the lifestyle, they like to document their experiences, but... It's not with a podcast, not with a blog. They do it with comics, as in comic strip. <laughs> Let's see how this idea came up. So, Jane, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. You're in the nonprofit world, and the husband is in consulting. How did this thing with a comic strip come up? As you said, we've been in the lifestyle for almost eight years now, and we have so many stories. And... I looked back and realized that I had created a comic when I was in high school. It's so digestible. You can read a comic in about, you know, 30 seconds or less. And it really hits on some some fun topics. And for Jay and I, it's just such a great way to take a trip down memory lane because each little four-panel comic is actually often a whole evening or weeks full of experiences for us to think back on fondly. All right. Very good. So Jane is 43. Jay is 45. You've been together 11 years. That's actually a, a, a very long time for as young as you are. <laughs> Thank um, you. How did this, how did the whole swinging thing come up? I mean, would you describe your marriage as a good one with a healthy sex life before? Yes. yes. Uh, we have a very good marriage and Actually, my introduction to the lifestyle happened before I even met Jay. Many years ago, I was in a job where I traveled quite a bit and I met a coworker and we ended up having a one night stand. I knew he was married, so it wasn't the smartest thing to do, but I was a 20 something year old and we both lived in different states, so it didn't seem to have a lot of consequences. Apparently, he went home and felt really guilty and told his wife about it. 
(laughs) Instead of her wanting to kill him and me, which was a possibility, (laughs) she confessed to him that she thought the marriage had been stale and she wasn't happy about the way he did it, but glad that he came to her and they ultimately got into the swinging lifestyle. And after they had been doing it for, you know, a little while, he reached out to me and invited me to be their unicorn, which was interesting. And um, so unicorn is, you know, a single woman that joins a couple. I'm I'm sure your listeners might know that, but I don't want to use too much lingo just in case. And I was not interested in joining them and was really pretty taken aback by the whole idea How dare you? (laughs) Yes, it was. I wasn't mad. I was just shocked. More, more Uh is the the answer. No, were you were you shocked because because she was okay with it? Because I mean, you weren't you were okay with cheating. I was a little shocked that she was okay with it, and I was just like I said, I was in my early twenties. I didn't really know what swinging was. However, he really explained the situation and the way swinging worked in a style that was very intriguing. So I wanted to learn more about it. We would talk. He'd tell me what the lifestyle club in his city was like. And it was enticing, but I had no interest in doing anything with them as a couple. Um, And so fast forward, Jay and I had been married a few years and we were about to relocate to a new city where we didn't know anybody. We were trying to find different ways to connect and spicing up our love life and you know some pillow talk involved getting other folks involved. Ultimately, we ended up learning that swinging was a real thing that people did and we discovered that there was a lifestyle club in the city we were in. And one night we had, it was actually our wedding anniversary. We had a really fancy dinner that had multiple courses with a different drink pairing with each course. And we were feeling really brave. And (laughs) at the end of dinner, we realized that the lifestyle club was like a block away. So we just rambled on in. (laughs) Had you ever been in a club before? We had never been in a swinger club before. So my friend had told me that, when you walk in, if you're a new person, people are so welcoming, they're so friendly, and they're going to really like take you under their wing and show you around. And it's going to be awesome because that was his experience. It was probably after 11 by the time we got there since dinner had run so late. And our experience was not what I expected. It was still nice, but we walk in and this club had an upstairs where all the playrooms were and downstairs was the bar and the dance floor. And apparently since it closed around one or two in the morning, by the time we arrived, most of the folks were already upstairs playing. So you, but, you walk in and it's like, where is everybody? They're yeah, where upstairs. is everybody? We ordered <laughs> Cokes at the bar, which was ridiculous. So we sat down and sipped our Coke for a minute um, and then we braved up and went upstairs and took it all in because there were, this one had sofas where people were, you know, doing all sorts of um, sex acts. And it was really just fun and sexy and hot to just see live pornography. And then ultimately we saw that there was a private room that had a window and nobody was in it. So we went in and 
Jay said he was going to close the curtains and he, I guess, left them open like a few inches. <laughs> and we proceeded to have a lot of fun. And throughout the evening, he would let me know how many people were peeking through the curtain to, to see what was happening. And it was really exciting to be an exhibitionist, um, even though we didn't meet anybody, but it was so hot and it fueled our sex life for weeks. But, but you, so you had no issue, no problem having sex semi-publicly. I've always been pretty comfortable not having sex in public, but I've been to nude beaches and topless beaches. So I know this is a much more extreme than that, but I, it, there wasn't that situation. Although the whole time I told Jay, I said, I'm not looking, you tell me what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) And, and he did, and he had so much fun seeing that other people wanted to see us. And it just, Mm -hmm. it turned us on so much there. There wasn't hesitation. I I think if we had gone in sober, it probably would have been a little harder to get into that zone. Mm -hmm. How long before you like made the next step? Gosh, within a few weeks, Jay came back and discovered that there were websites where you could meet other swingers, like dating websites. And he told me about one and we made a profile. We slowly started meeting people that way. It started off quite slowly. We weren't making great connections, but then we met this couple that had been swingers for many years and we weren't interested in them. They wanted to meet anyway. And I said, we're not interested in playing. We're very new to this, but we'd love to learn more about it from people that have been doing it. And they agreed and we met for drinks one night and they were great initial mentors and shared some fun stories with us. And we never did end up you know, taking it further than that, but they helped us understand the local scene and help us get more comfortable. And then ultimately we went to the club another night and we did meet a nice couple there. And um, yeah, we had like a soft swap experience with them and they were new to the lifestyle too. Uh, so it was a nice pair. The, t- the four of us would do dinner dates and, and get together. So it was July that we went to the club. And then in January, we decided to just dive in feet first and we went on a swinger cruise. <laughs> You knew something was going to happen on the cruise, right? So we went on the cruise thinking pretty much we're voyeurs and exhibitionists primarily. And um, we've had some soft swap experiences. And in fact, we had another couple that we were friendly with who found out we were going on a cruise. And they said, oh, my gosh, we need to meet you and give you some pointers before you go. And I'm glad they did. On one of the swinger dating sites was a page for this cruise. So you could meet some people in advance. And we got some nice advice that way. And while we could never learn at all, we went in knowing exactly what was a possibility. The great thing about cruises is they're so big that you can do whatever you'd like or do as little as you'd like. Can you give me some of these pointers that you said you got that were helpful? Uh, Sure, happy to. So the first is the cruise is full of people from the full spectrum 
Some are just adults that want to have a fun, sexy vacation and are not interested in anything lifestyle related. They're happy to have it going on adjacently, but they're not looking to participate. They're not even looking to be naked. There's folks that are nudists. There's folks that are, you know, full-time, very um, into swinging. And then there's all sorts of different types of kink and other other scenarios there. So it's a full spectrum of non-monogamous and non-monogamous comfortable or alternative sex lifestyle there. And so they said, don't, you're not going to be pressured to do anything. They said to make up business cards with your um, cabin number. I know this is silly, but everybody has them. Some people call them flirt cards, um, but they're really handy because you can just, if you meet somebody great, the thing about a cruise is it's so big. If you see somebody who have a connection, you might never see them again. Right. I've heard that. Yeah. So you give them a card, you have a great connection. You can say, Hey, here's our cabin. Like call us later. We can find a time to meet up for a drink or we're going to be at X bar tonight. Come meet us. So it, it just gives you a chance. Or if you can't connect, it says we didn't get to connect this time, but let's stay in touch. And maybe we'll we'll see each other again someday. Um, although we always print up a bunch of cards and rarely remember to give them out at this point. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we've gone on about six or seven different cruises at this point. Wow. So you really like them. We love it. It's so fun. Okay. If you're looking to purchase the perfect gift for the man in your life that he'll actually use, you've got to check out Manscaped. Now, if you haven't heard of them yet, get on the cleaner balls bandwagon, people. Let me tell you about them. Like over 2 million men across the world already trust the family jewels to Manscaped. And they've just launched their fourth generation trimmer called the Lawnmower 4.0. It is the best thing on the market right now for below the waist grooming and hygiene. I wish this was video so I can show you how cool this thing is. Um, It is sleek. Very well designed, very cool looking actually, and very high tech. This is the thing that your man's going to like the most. It has a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents because you don't want grooming accidents down there uh, with their advanced skin safe technology. It's also waterproof so you can trim in the shower and those curly cues don't end up on the bathroom floor. Thank you very much. The Lawnmower 4.0 also allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 to 4. You know what they say. Trimming the bushes makes the tree look taller. Oh, and did I mention wireless charging? Their wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction. Whatever the heck that is, but what it means is that the battery length will last longer. Did you hear me? Last longer. So try it out, get 20% off and free shipping with the code LENA, that's L-E-Y-N-A, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using my name, Lena, at checkout. Experience premium grooming with Manscaped. Ladies, your men will thank you. Men, your balls will thank you. You met a couple. Tell me about the, the uh, first time full swap experience. Oh, yes. So <laughs> um, it's the stereotypical hot tub story. <laughs> oh no, I it's know. the hot tub. It's so embarrassing, <laughs> but true. Uh, so the evening started with us with two other couples. So there were six people all together and we ended up with a playroom 
with this group and everybody was soft swap. The two other men didn't really like each other. So it was very awkward. One of them was trying to be like a conductor and tell everybody what to do and how to do it. Um, I am straight and he kept trying to push me into doing things with his wife. So it was, it was a fine experience, but it was unsatisfying. And so I left and I was still really, you know, amped up and turned on without a great release. So, so you had, were frustrated. Yes, I was frustrated. Um, and we ended up going to the hot tub and this other couple was in the hot tub. The male half of the couple was like every guy I had dated in college. He <sighs> was totally different looks than Jay. He was an attorney. You know, he, he had all, he ticked all of my boxes. Um, and Jay also connected with his wife and, and we all were just talking and I just felt myself really drawn to him. And next thing you know, it, we are making out in the hot tub and his wife asked Jay if we'd like to move to one of our cabins on the walk back to our cabin, Jay and I had a little chat and decided that we would be comfortable doing a full swap if it went that way. And and that's what happened. And it was really incredible on every level. Oh, no. <laughs> Jane, you're going to make me ask the questions, aren't you? Uh, that's your job, isn't it? <laughs> I know cruise ship cabins. They're small. Yes. All four of you in one cabin? It, it's tight, but you make it work. Jay and the woman were out on the balcony, and me and the gentleman were on the bed. Um, and then everybody ultimately moved onto the bed. And, you know, when you're on top of each other, like man on top of woman or woman on top of man, you can be side by side in a bed just fine. <laughs> a king so bed has plenty of room for four. So you made it work. <laughs> Yes. Now, do you find yourself like keeping an eye on the hubby and seeing what he's doing? Or are you so engrossed in what's happening with you and this hunk that you're with? <laughs> I was really engrossed. And I'm, <laughs> I am not as much into the visual as Jay. Um, I don't really watch a lot of porn. I mean, I'm not adverse to it. I enjoy it from time to time, but it doesn't do it for me. I just like to be in the action. I like to close my eyes and feel the moment. So he was definitely keeping an eye on what we were up to. Um, and I always glance over to make sure everything is good, but I, I don't get lost in his actions. Well, and so then now you've got the four of you on one bed, Mm -hmm. Um, it, it's, it, can you describe what it's like, especially it's your first time? I mean, do you not see him there next to you with this other woman? Are you that engrossed or are you aware mm -hmm. that this is really happening? Oh, I'm very aware. And I mean, a, a bed like that is such that you occasionally brush up against the other couple. Um, and that adds to the sexiness of it. I don't know if I was touching her, him, and I might touch Jay, Jay might touch me while we're with another person. So it was definitely very, very hot knowing that we were doing this near each other. And also one of the things that we get as a couple out of swinging is that rush that you get the first time you're with somebody. You know, that first kiss or the first time you go all the way with a new partner and it's just all like butterflies and hormones and it's so sexy. And 
I love Jay so much and we have a great, amazing sex life, but we're never going to have a first kiss again. And we're never going to have a first time having sex again. So this allows us to add the missing piece to our relationship. Hmm. Is there ever any doubt, any question, any jealousy, anything that's at all could be seen as negative? Not in that moment. That one was perfect all around in the moment. After Mm -hmm. the moment, the next day, it was awkward because I didn't know how to act around these folks. I was, since it was like a first kiss or a first time with a new person, it also brought back that awkwardness of early dating days where Mm -hmm. you have sex or something happens with somebody you don't know that well. And you don't know where your relationship stands. And I I didn't know what to do <laughs> since we'd never done it. So mm-hmm. did it disappear like nothing happened or was it like, um, you, you said it was awkward, but mm-hmm. did it get past that awkward stage quickly? So during the sex itself was amazing. We wanted to see them again. And ultimately we ran into them a few times the rest of the week. I mean, we ran into them everywhere, but we never did anything with them again. There was no more more sex or kissing or anything beyond niceties exchanged. And now, so did that, that turn you off? Did that turn you off to the whole experience? It didn't turn me off to swinging and I still was able to appreciate that our time with them was great, but it made me aware of I'm trying it's to just think of, sex. Yes, that it's uh-huh. it was just sex and And it wasn't a relationship with these two. And I'm not looking for a new relationship to replace my relationship with Jay in any way. So that's, it was, it was fine. I've had my share of one night stands. The fact that we were on this boat for six more days was what made it awkward just because I didn't know what the expectations were. And frankly, I was hoping something would happen again because it was so much fun the first time. Uh, so I was, I guess, a little disappointed that it didn't, um, but it made me realize that this was really fun and let's find other couples that we can connect with. And did you find any other couples on that cruise? I don't believe so. Okay. So with all of these people, mm-hmm. okay, on a big cruise ship, mm-hmm. you didn't find anyone else you were interested in playing with? Well, so for us, the play is just the gravy. Jay and I had so much fun at that first experience that it fueled our sex for the rest of the cruise ship. We were doing it, you know, two, three times a day, at least um, all over the place. And so (laughs) we didn't need another couple. And, you know, if it happened, that would have been great. But it wasn't we weren't even expecting the one couple. And in Mm -hmm. fact, we have gone on cruises where we didn't play with anyone at all. We just we made a lot of friends. And we're still in touch with folks that we met on on that cruise and on subsequent cruises. Some of them are are lifelong friends. But playing isn't always a part of it. And frankly, it's not that important to us. The real thing we we enjoy is that connection, the relationships with a couple that you can have a no-holds-barred conversation. You can talk about sex. You can talk about you know, who you had sex with yesterday or what positions you like. And then you can talk about, you know, wine or movies or music. It's, it's just a, a deeper relationship when you know that 
there's almost nothing that's off the table from a mm-hmm. conversation or connection standpoint. Mm-hmm. Now, I was on your Twitter and I saw that you're both vaccinated now and you you went to a swinger club again. We did. It was really interesting. I went in thinking there might be masks and it might be a little social distance. It was not quite as crowded as it used to be before COVID, but it it was crowded. It was the most crowded place I've been indoors in in a while. The folks we hung out with all had been vaccinated and there was a few masks here and there. Did you feel comfortable though? Did, did you feel safe? I did because we pretty much just hung out with the group of people we already knew. I wasn't ready to play, so we did not end up doing that. Although many, many, many people were <laughs> playing mm-hmm. all around us, just it was I wasn't there. Um, mm-hmm. So we hung out and and chatted with our friends, and um, and just had a, a great time feeling normal. Okay, so you've done soft swap, full swap. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've done the MFM. Yes. And have you done the FMF? No. And then you've done orgies. Yes, a few, maybe Ooh. one or two. <laughs> okay, a few is three or more, oh, Jane. Okay. Three Sorry. or more. Jay would be happy to have you correct me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you say orgy, how many people are you talking about? Like, is it? Over six to be considered an orgy? The one that I'm thinking of, I think there were about eight. It was mm-hmm. an accidental <laughs> orgy. If oh you my will. gosh. I hear that so often. And like these accidents never happened to me. Yeah, we tripped and fell. No, it's uh, <laughs> we were with a couple who had many, many friends and. Um, they were playing with another couple and invited us to join them and then kept inviting people to join in. So it just became, I really don't know how many people were in that space. It was eight or 10, maybe. Um, looking into the future, do you see you guys always doing this? I do see this being some part of our life, not necessarily always having sex with others, but the vacations just can't be beat. Having adults only, nudity optional, and folks that are just out to have fun and make friends and network and socialize, it's our favorite thing about it. So ask me again when we're 60 and 70 or older, (laughs) but I've seen many much older folks in their 70s and 80s and beyond having an awesome time at these vacations. So I hope that's us too. You can check them out at Swing Fashions on Twitter or swingfashions.com. They release a new comic strip every Wednesday. All right, next time on Consenting Adults, there were diamonds in the rough, but a little polishing really has them shining in the lifestyle. The PVP was was crazy and fun. And that was kind of a spontaneous thing too. Like one of the single gentlemen and he suggested it and kind of was was a great coach. Coach just all that work. (laughs) We're like, oh my gosh, we're doing it. We had no idea we could do this. It's amazing. Figuring out your play style with a little help from your friends. That's next time on Consenting Adults.